do you think that like social media has a lot to oh hell yeah what what happened because we're seeing people like go all they do is travel it's probably, yeah all they do is travel and they make money so like you know yeah. what like why can't my job just let me travel and have fun and then yeah. i can also get or why, can, why, why can't i be an influencer and then, then start back up myself you know and make money hide it you know good money and some of that yeah. Or, or or eat anywhere you want, right? Showcase all the food stuff, you know? Or drive, or you see all these crypto people, crypto influencers driving freaking Lamborghinis and stuff, you know? There like, you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're just like, oh, everyone, like all these social media people are doing great. So why do I have to work this nine 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 six job forever? Like why, why am I struggling through and doing all this work when these guys... All they do is just post a little couple things on the internet and then they're making they're making bank. Hey there. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Organic Thoughts podcast, where you are encouraged to express your natural thoughts and views through casual, meaningful conversations that hopefully can lead to learning and understanding new perspectives. To find out more info, visit www.gfothoughts.com. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Wong and Robert Din. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another great episode of Gluten Free Organic Dog Podcast. My name is Michael, and always with me, Robert. Hey, how's it going, everyone? How's it going? We got a great, great episode for you today. All right. We're going to talk about all these people who just keep on just quitting their jobs. Don't want to go to work, voluntarily retiring for a little while. <laughs> I th- I think you know this is going to be a great episode since we're going to talk about the Great Resignation. Um, but before you accuse that I'm not retiring, let's get into our drinks first, okay? All right. <laughs> you want me to go first? All right. Today, go ahead. I have this uh, sparkling rosé. There's like nothing all of on this uh, except it just says. Uh, Alma Negra. It's like sparkling rose. Okay. What is yeah, it? It's super is it, dark. Is it any good? So far, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, is it, is it's it more from, on the. On the it's sweet? from Argentina. It, oh, so it's not a sweet. It's pretty. It's much drier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I am drinking a non alcoholic beverage, uh, raw kombucha, a ginger berry. Kombucha. kombucha. Yeah. Kombucha, gingerberry, see? So mm-hmm. gingerberry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean it's 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 tasty, it's light, something, you know. Um, and I like kombucha, so it helps you yeah, clean some palates and you know. So if you drink enough kombucha, do you get drunk? There's no. like a small, small, small percent of alcohol, right? I, it's fermented. I don't think I don't I don't think they even rated the alcohol percentage in this thing, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's no rating but alcohol percentage. It's just five percent juice. That's all it says. But only five percent juice. You're getting, yeah, you're getting ripped off on this thing. You I know, know, right? Other things in there. It's at least it says organic and unpasteurized, which is great. <laughs> that could mean anything. <laughs> I know. I, I I know too much about label. Let me tell you. We are we already right. talked about labeling in another episode. <clears throat> Yeah. All right. So let's jump into this episode about the Great Resignation. Uh, something that Robert's probably jealous of, but because it's not happening to him and he's not partaking in this. I but don't know. I don't know if I'm jealous because <laughs> I still get a paycheck. So I feel like I'm I'm 
okay. <laughs> as much as my job is hard, like, I think I'm okay. This came out because, like, there's a lot of articles. Every day I wake up and there's a new article saying, oh, my God, these people are, there's more people, reti- like, re, uh, like, not retiring, uh, quitting, and that, like, these companies are hiring. Like, they just, they just keep on articles. Like, no one's... So, hang on, Robert, 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 take a step back. So, let's explain to people what's going on happening, how long it's been going on for. Or like, what is the great resignation? Let's explain to them. Oh, the great resignation. Okay. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think in the, in like, since COVID started, um, there was already, like, when COVID started, there was a bunch of layoffs that happened. A lot of companies laid people off. And then now we're getting to a point where... P- Companies are ready to bring people back on, but instead we have our full-time workers like re- like resigning and not just deciding not to come back to work or stopping work that they are that they're currently in, and it's happening by like boatloads. What was it like last last? The last numbers were like four point two million. Four point four million, but the, the, the quarter that was I think in the last quarter, but. Yeah. So as of June, you know, June as of June was 3.9 million people has quit the job, right? Of this year. And then I believe as, as of uh, July, we had roughly around 4.4 million people. So sorry, as of September, sorry. For, as of September, yeah. And they expect this to continue throughout 2022. So I think as taking a step back of the greatness resignation, a sense is that, like you said, right? A lot of companies uh, had to release those workers. And then a lot of them couldn't get the people back actually because they found other jobs or they get enough money from the government or they did something else, right? And and then the other part of it is that the full, the current full-time people who remain uh you know working remotely, some of that, um, they either don't want to go back to the office or they're looking for other opportunities. And I think PWC did a survey actually, I think like 61% were looking for a job, you know. And this was and this survey was or just like uh in no. general about the People. So this is a survey. This is a survey conducted in early August, um, and uh, by PwC. Like sixty-five percent were already people were actively looking, looking for jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 it's crazy because I guess the question is the why ne- why now, right? Like, and and obviously we will dive into what we think our perspective of why now. And that the reason why they're doing it, but the the part take to this is that, uh, you know, we want to find out what, what, what demographics have impacted this, right? And then the industry. So you know, with that in mind, you know, I mean, Robert, I mean, I, I see this in the tech industry a lot, especially coming from consulting. I know that for sure. Uh, that's this is happening a lot. Obviously, healthcare probably too because of the overwork that they, they're getting in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pe- hospital offering more people, so therefore people are switching stuff left and right. Contracts being moved around. I'm sure you probably see this too as well. Yeah, yeah. In the tech industry, there's definitely a lot of people that are leaving their jobs. I think tech is uh, very special. Where like these people are very well paid already. So when you get to the point, like at that, you get at that point where they probably have money saved up. They've been overworked for so long that they're like, you know what, let's just take a break. And we have money saved up to, to live off of. So we could take a break and look for the next opportunity or like just, just chill out for maybe a month or two and then start looking again or for however long you want. Um, and there's, yeah, I just, I think that tech is a very specific industry to, to that. 
maybe consulting is very similar where they're 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 paid and they're uh they're just worked so so much right <laughs> like there's just so much work to do as a consultant yeah um, well especially during COVID time we just got more work because now a lot of companies are merging structuring you know impacted the business process and stuff like that how it impacted the bottom line it's just a lot of more more work just came out of nowhere right yeah so but I think, but I think that it sounds like the um the most of the impact is impacting, I guess, mid career people who are doing this. At least according to this article, you know, by Harvard Law that's released in fact in September, as that you know, that it ex explains that at least from I guess the industry perspective, um, <clears throat> so in terms of uh, age of thirty to forty five, this is the greatest increase of vaccination. And I'll say you think I think this is maybe the late the early millennials you could say right at this point. Yeah, this and, is millennials. This is our this is our group of people. Yeah. Uh, deciding, you know what? Maybe work yeah. is not all we need to do, and uh, yeah. and they're 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 at a point where they're like, you know what? Let's let's reconsider uh, our yeah. lifestyles. Um, and and, and also, yeah. Oh no no sorry no no I, I was just saying that also like. The resignation number of resignation have actually turned went down for the people who are between age of 20 and 25. So the Gen Z has stayed more put. Or this, I guess you could say the entry level. You know what I mean? It's also like where they are in their careers, right? If you're early in your career, yeah. you're not gonna just quit. You don't have any money to quit, right? So mm -hmm. when you're when you're like in the industry, like or like been working for 10 to 15 years. I mean, hopefully you would have uh, enough saved up where like you could live for a few months without um, w without a job, right? So that you can take a break. Um, that's that's what I would think in uh, for that's why our generation would be the ones that are the ones that are most impacted by this. And I, and I guess the question is, though, right? Um, why are people doing it in the first also, place? Like, I guess through. in this article. It says yeah. resignations fell for those in the age of sixty to seventy. Oh, weird. So the right? older, the well, older. Is, is it the executive, the CEOs, that could be getting paid more? No, resignation rates fell. So they so less, less people resign. Less people resigning at the age of sixty to seventy. Or, or are they getting forced retire? Oh, maybe that's a that's you a see? statistic they didn't take into account. Where they didn't resign, they were just yeah. Pushed out. Mm, I, I okay. know, like at this thing, about a lot of executives got forced resigned. Let me tell you, forced retired during COVID time. Hmm, that is true. Yeah, th but yeah. yeah, during COVID time, it was it was a mess because there's a lot of companies that were that were letting people go or putting people on le on like leave. Yeah. And then when you're at that point, you're like sixty or seventy, and you're get putting on you're like put on leave or sabbatical or whatever. You're just like, all right, I guess I'll just stop working. Like, when am I going to get another job? It's hard to get another yeah. job that late in your career. And then yeah. you're not getting paid anyways to so just quit. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you know, identifying the issue, right, is that I guess the question is, so, like, are these companies that doing enough to, to create, like, a retention program to retain them, the employees? I mean, is it or is it more like, okay, you know what? They could be easy to replace these people, right? Because at the end of the day, I feel like people should be your asset, you know what I mean? Like they should be doing enough to hold them back from doing this, but but they're not though. Yeah, but I don't think it's all the company's fault, right? Like the companies aren't always the ones that fault. It depends on why you're quitting and stuff, but like 
they're they're like the co- like I'm I know for sure like my company and a lot of other companies I've talked to or like managers that I've talked to, they this is very high on their list of like of things to look at because I mean if you don't have people working like your company doesn't your your business doesn't run right like you need people so everyone is definitely thinking about these higher up in in companies but it's i don't know how much they have of say on this if like it's they might have a little bit with with their culture and stuff but it could just be that it's our time and we're everyone's here just to like resign just ready to ready to take a break yeah and but the thing is that as part of it is also too i think like uh, obviously like People want flexibility, right? We don't know that. People want a little bit more work life balance because now that they understood COVID, you know what? They, they, they realized time for with the family is more important. Time for the health is more important, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people take it this seriously. Uh, the other part of it is that because certain companies will going to do like the hybrid model or going remote fully, you know, and it's attractive to them, right? So therefore, especially in the tech industry. Let me tell you, there's more money to throw around. There's more job created over time and right now, more than ever. So they're going to be fighting for talent left and right. Mm-hmm. But that's also like high-end talent, right? There's also, yeah. there's, so they're also like, there's a lot of jobs that are there, but there's also a lot of talent that they're looking through. And yeah. the, high, the, the, the people who are top of the crop are going to get those jobs, right? Yeah. And... Let's talk. I mean, let's talk about the job that exists right now that the industry is having a hard time to fill, right? Let's, you know, for example, job with the hospitality, hotels, restaurants, retail. small pop businesses, retail, uh, some manufacturing jobs. Think about that as well, mm-hmm. uh, and and potentially also agricultural jobs that requires heavy labor work. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Like, there's a lot of. You, you even you like walk around San Francisco yeah. or like a big city, like you see a lot of stores have closed down from COVID. So just just the stores closing down is also like maybe it's a little bit forcing people to, to retire to <laughs> I keep on saying retire because it's it's like but it's not always retired, it's just like not working. And then um and then these jobs are for sure like you need to be in person, right? Those are gonna ones like get get hurt the most there's a lot of articles a lot of research done that people are looking to do more remote work and for industries where it's impossible to do where like you have to be there in like the the travel industry or something you have to be there yeah right, right now travel industry is suffering right now like the, the airlines are not hiring fast enough because yeah. so they get because the they, people that they laid off last year they did not come back they thought they would come back mm-hmm. they found other jobs they found other jobs, yeah, and then yeah. So now, like, there's flights being delayed left and right because no, they just don't have enough. Flights being canceled. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because they just don't have enough staff to to handle it. Well, and, and so the funny thing is that they forecasted. Okay, they, uh, as if things open up, they forecast the number of flights are going to open up, right? And because they did not have enough staff to to cover those forecasts, they had to cancel all those flights and refund a lot of people. So yeah. companies are, like, for example, Southwest offered me <clears throat> a two hundred dollars voucher ticket for canceling my flight. Even though my flight cost me forty nine dollars, <laughs> so you made you know? out good on that. I did twice, by the way. <laughs> Man, I need you to know? fly. I need to fly uh, Southwest more. I know. Well, that, make, well, make, that, make two hundred bucks easy. 
Well, and, and, and like America and airlines go to the same situation right now. They have, they're losing so much money because of that right now, you know? But it, it, one of the things is that, you know, we can talk about, you know, the airline industry, right? But let's talk about the small pop businesses because they don't have to run away due to this. Yeah, they, that's true. You know, they don't, they're, they're, the owners are working the restaurants or the owners are working the, the shops. Yeah. And if they don't have workers, then they have to do it themselves. And the margin is not big enough for them to, let's say, pay twenty dollars an hour. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you what do you think they're gonna find those workers? Where they're gonna find the workers? Yeah. So they're either they're either going to get those those darn immigrants that yeah. will work jobs that we don't want to work apparently, um, and pay them under the table or do something fishy to get them to get them in. But like. Or they're just gonna have to close down. Like I said, like there's a lot of stores that have closed down. You just walk in any big city. Uh, I was just in Denver, and in LA, here in in San Francisco, like there are the the there's a lot of stores that have just closed down because they just can't. They it's costing too much for just like rental space, or like they just don't have enough traffic, or and most of it is is that they don't have like labor is getting more expensive. No, on top of that, labor is getting more expensive because inflation right now. So everyone's jacking up the rates, it's cost, you know. So therefore, no one's going to work a $10, 11 job, you know, or $15 job, whatever it is. Didn't we, didn't but, we yeah. just pass a $15 minimum wage somewhere? Isn't that like, uh, uh, isn't that like it's not, federal? It's not a, it's a federal thing by, 20, by 2025. Ah, uh, 2025. All right, well. Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is that, um, yeah, this, I, was, I think it was part of the infrastructure bill. I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, some of that. But anyway, but regardless to that though, I feel I still think that you know if the, this, these restaurants are not able capable to hire people, and we're not even opening the borders to have that kind of immigrants come in, I, I still feel like they're gonna struggle in the next year or so. Yeah, and that's why you see a lot of ghost kitchens opening up. Like they they don't need they don't need like face to face people. They just need a small staff, and then they have delivery drivers go and deliver. Um, from their kitchens and stuff, and so those you, are those are grown a lot during during uh, this time, the last couple of years. So a lot of a lot of restaurants are being forced to change their business model to more like the you know more lean, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can see that happening. Yeah. So it's I it's mean, uh so so yeah, like it's either they gotta like these these small business have to change or they're just gonna have to they they I don't know. Hopefully they have enough runway uh to to go, but like. Eventually, they're gonna have to close if they can't make if they can't make rent. Let me tell you though, Amazon was smart enough. They bumped up the wages and they were hiring left and right. They were able to steal a lot of people. I'm telling you, from those industries, the warehouses, people. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, people want easy job, right? And they want high paying easy job time, and just happen to be you know warehousing sometimes it's easy, right? It's more simple task, one of those tasks. Uh, they pay twenty dollars an hour, just a little mm-hmm. bit more than every other industry does. Yeah, no. everyone feels like they're underpaid, and yeah. they feel like they do too much work. That's just yeah. people in general. People are so entitled nowadays, you know. Jesus, you know, <laughs> they should be lucky. They should be lucky to have a job, you know. Oh, is that <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's how <laughs> the mentality should be. <laughs> it, it should be though. I, I feel like part of it is that we feel so entitled to stuff. I like. Don't get me wrong. I think okay, and I'm not saying that I'm not part of the issue, but I. 
I, I, I'm pretty sure I am, but also it's because, <laughs> well, I, I admitted it, okay, I said this, I, I admitted this in the end, okay, I'm probably in part of the issue, but also at the same time, though, I recognize that because it's a work product of our parents, right, because uh, they're too busy just to work to survive, now that they create this environment for us that we work to just to live now, right, mm-hmm. and we have this, we have this more spare time, and create opportunities for us, blah, blah, blah. So we have able to find high paying jobs. We also have more opportunities than they did. Correct. Right? So Correct. when you get more, when you have more opportunities, you get higher paying jobs and you don't have to worry about surviving. You can actually live life and actually and like, think about stuff think and think about, about the, mm-hmm. and, and so, and, but that's where like, I feel like the entitlement comes in carefully because we tend to let that come bite us in the ass later on. But and then we don't think about it that we're entitled when we actually be entitled, right? Because I'm like, oh, we deserve this and this and that. That's going to be a fine line, I think, you know, whether we deserve it, like we're entitled for this versus we earn for this, right? And and I feel like there's some certain things that I think a lot of people across the fine line, but also at the same time, the opportunity, like you said, we have way more opportunity to do this. So therefore, we should take advantage of this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So... Do you think? Do you think that like social media has a lot to? Oh hell do with yeah! What what happened? Because we're seeing people like go. All they do is travel. It's travel. Yeah. All they do is travel, and they make money. So like you know yeah. what? Like why can't my job just let me travel and have fun, and then yeah. I can also get higher pay? Why, why, why can't I be an influencer and then then start back doing stuff? You know, and make money, hide you know, good money and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, or or eat anywhere you want, right? Showcase all the food stuff, you know? Or drive, or you see all these crypto people, crypto influencers driving freaking Lamborghinis and stuff, you know? There like, you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're just like, oh, everyone, like all these social media people are doing great. So why do I have to work this nine 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 six job forever? Like why, why am I struggling through and doing all this work when these guys... All they do is just post a little couple things on the internet, and then they're making they're making bank. Well, yeah, I, I feel like social media have fueled the fire to this for sure. And I, I you know, you know, you and I've seen like crazy resignation letters, right? Let's be honest, like crazy resignation letters. <laughs> there's, there's quite a few on the internet, <laughs> crazy resignation. <laughs> you know, and, and it's it's pretty bad, you know, like, and um, but one of the things that um. I want to, you know, make sure that's out there. Like, so for example, like, you know, I know friends of mine that have quit a job because one, they realized, you know, COVID time, they value the time more. Um, but then, like you said, they had the opportunity to do it themselves because they now, like you said, they made more money, they had savings and it created opportunity for them to do that. But the, the other part of it is that I feel like there are certain people who, you know, who, Quit because they can survive on government's money. To be honest, too, a part of it. That's you true. Know? Yeah, and I did, but I think that's like also that's also that's like at the beginning of COVID, or like when yeah. during COVID, people were getting like six hundred dollars a week in like government yeah. funding. Oh, like, yeah, that's that's amazing amount of money for someone working minimum wage, and then now yeah. they're getting paid way more by the government. Um, but I don't know, but, like that has. But that Right, no, like, no, that, that, that it hasn't that lasted. It's it's one of those things where like, it's something you say as a statistic or whatever, and then but it's hard to like justify over the long term. We've been through COVID for two years now, like COVID times the two years, and like we're still seeing people quitting more and more, 
It can't possibly be because they had six hundred dollars a week like a year ago. <laughs> like the, like I don't think they're they're that six hundred dollars has lasted them that long. No, I, of course. And uh, all I'm saying is that though, let's say that you have a family of four people working on the minimum wage, right? All four people get six hundred dollars a piece per week. You think about that, that adds up very quickly, you know? Yeah, that's true. So living in the same roof, but but I mean, I'm not saying that that's part of the reason why people haven't gone back to work yet. It, it's also because I feel like there's a lot more opportunities out there for people to find better jobs, you can say. Like, and like you said, the social media is part of it because it kind of encourages people to try to do their own thing, right? Try mm-hmm. to create a job for themselves. It try to create a more entrepreneurship you know, environment for themselves because now they're working from home now. They're stuck at home, working from home, you know? Yeah, and I think people <clears throat> have like, uh they've they've gotten into like the innovative spirit where they're they they quit they they quit their job and then they're like you know what maybe try to do something else and a lot of times it's working right like a lot of times it just it just makes enough for them to live like they don't they're not they might not be living the same exact life yeah they might be not be living the same life but they're happier like they have a better uh, they they get to stay home more with their their family or whatever, but then they are still making a little bit of money doing this or that or like whatever whatever project that they're that they have their their mind set on as like this might be what I can do to make a little bit of money, right? The thing is that though, like I obviously companies can you know can do what they had to do in order to make sure that. You know to retain the people right now because i know companies are expanded benefits uh high you know to try to retain them so a lot of companies gave like percent market rate increase in the salary mm-hmm. like you know i mean so that means they, they knew that they were getting underpaid so that oh you know what we're going to increase the market rate you know like, it might not even be that they're underpaid that they're just they just want to retain their talent right so yeah. so like they might be overpaying well, well, why not why not pay for the market rate already but but before they, no they, they might do that they, like there's I don't know, like, uh, like my company, right? They they said they were paying market rate before, and now they're jumping it up to the top seventy five percent of the of their peer group that they're looking at, right? So they're increasing what they what they see as market rate. They're increasing the pay of it just to retain talent and to bring in better talent that they have. So so, so for us, it's, it was a bit different when I before I left. They increased to the to the market rate. Okay, because they realized people were leaving fast, mm-hmm. and and then maybe that stopped some people. Maybe that that didn't, but um, but they also expanded some of the outside benefits too, uh, and then they gave better bonuses just to what keep kind it of, around. What kind of outside benefits, like for example, hey, you know, now you you can subscribe to Econox for free, you know, or you can do this, you know, blah blah. Have childcare because a lot of people working from a remote right now from home. They understand that. You know, um, you know, they need to use the child assistance, so they give fifty percent stipend for your family mm-hmm. too. So little things like that, you know. Yeah, I think a lot, a lot of the companies they <clears throat> they found out real quick that they need to change their culture, and that's yeah. that's a difficult thing to change within a year. Oh yeah. So I think like they're doing all these things, and maybe, uh, maybe they're doing it, and people are still like, yeah, they're just trying to like game us, right? And that's how a lot of times when I see like. The company does something. I'm like, yeah, they're just trying to, they're just trying to game me to get in there. Oh, we're, that right? We're giving yeah. you, we're giving y'all a spot bonus, but it like it ends like or it uh, I don't know, it vests 
in three months or something. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It invest invest quarterly for the rest of the year. So then you're just like, yeah. oh, well, they're just gaming us so that we'll stay an extra three months. And then three months later, they're like, oh, we'll give you another spot bonus and something like that, like gaming you to do that type of stuff. But that happened to me, man. I, 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 you know what? I, when I left, I was like, you know what? I don't care about it. I don't care about fifteen hundred dollars bonus. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was ten thousand dollars bonus. That's a different story, you know. But it was a fifteen hundred dollars. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Man, yeah, it, yeah. My company gave us big bonuses. They they gave us half of our our year end bonus at the, in July. Yeah. Wow. And then they're like, yeah, if you stay for six, uh, I think it was like, I think it was like monthly for three months. That they'll but get the, your company realized that, right? A lot of companies don't realize that. Let's, yeah. let's just take a look. Let's, let's walk away from the top Fortune 1000 company, right? right. Let's just talk about, let's talk about the middle-sized small businesses because they, they don't have the time to recognize that because they're so busy but they, working. But no, but they need to, right? So like these companies, they, that's what I'm saying. Like culture is hard to change. And by the time you yeah. figure out you need to change, it's like it, way it's too late. And like yeah. p- companies are like, even if they identify it and they're like, oh, we need to change, like the change is too slow. It's always just too slow. You're going to lose out on whoever's there and wants to leave. You're going to lose those people anyways. And then you're just hoping that the next group that you bring in, you have the culture set so that it they'll like maintain it and like that'll that'll keep them. Right. And I think that's that's where we're at right now is like people are moving out and like they're the companies didn't change fast enough or like they there wasn't it was impossible to change fast enough and then now like they're like okay we need to change for the next group of people that come in I, but i feel like this this whole turnover ratio is not going to slow down at least for the beginning of next year just because there's so many spots not being filled there's more company hiring you know like, and then only that with with especially the, i mean i'm just speaking for the tech sector itself right more companies are coming out of nowhere new startups new areas of that they're just trying to you know there's too many new companies out there to try to get more talent out there you know to try, it's trying to get more jobs yeah i think and that's I, always I, a case too though that's that's always a thing like there's always new yeah. companies coming out and they're gonna start paying higher like higher than what the the big the big companies the big tech companies yeah. or big whatever companies are gonna pay they're gonna overpay because they need the talent and yeah. I think that's the thing right like it's it's I'm I, I think about it and I'm like you know what like we have our you have your company and people are leaving and those companies are hiring high end talent so they're pulling talent that's probably at other companies over right not the ones that are not working right now it's the ones yeah. that are high end and like they're the they're, they're dragging people over from other companies that may not even want to move or like we're high end and like want to move over like those guys are getting all the jobs now and then later on you'll see the second tier people third tier people like finding jobs in what's ever left over yeah i guess so it's, it's, it's just also interesting a thing, to like see. all these people leave like <laughs> I, I maybe we'll switch over to like reasons people leave or whatever, but like as people leave, it's more work for the people that are there, and that's true. And then, and then those and people and get and disgruntled. And correct then because the, the workload the workload just increases dramatically from yeah. doing a job of three people. So it's like spirals. It like spirals out of control. Yeah, that's true, and that's way much tough to handle. To be honest, mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like because if the longer you fill that gap, you know, I mean, you don't fill that gap because the more disgruntled they get, 
the more frustrated they get. And they realize, you know what? I'm more valuable. I can just leave this behind and they're, they're screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. So that, yeah, that, that is something that I think it's, uh, it's uh, if there's a gap like that, it's going to be hard to feel like, yeah, and I, especially when, and I think the like the old school companies, which have like a longer, like it takes longer for them to hire the next person in. Like those companies are going to be the most affected by all of this. Like newer, like, I don't know. I've, I've been to uh, quite a few like young tech companies and they're all like, like they'll hire you within a week. Like if they like you, they're going to hire you right away. Like those companies are probably have, they might have people leave, but they can fill those spots much faster than the people that need to go. The, the companies that have like red tape and you need to, you need to interview a certain number of people to get there. And like, like, I don't know, yeah. it takes forever for some of these older companies to hire anybody. Yeah, that's for sure. So, okay, so how, did you, how long do you think this great resignation will last, do you think? I don't, I don't know. I think it's a last at least through next year. Until the job, every single job gets to fulfill? No, no, no. <laughs> Every job, but like I feel like there's. Right, there's you think a, enough people quit? You think there's a, you think there's enough people quit already? <laughs> have enough people quit? Yeah. No, I think probably people will continue to quit through next year, like through the end really? of next year, and then, and then I feel like it'll get to a point where people who have quit the last couple of years are now like looking to be like, all right, now we've spent all of our money, we need another job. Like a that's, that's what I think is like the struggle, right? The struggle is like, what's yeah. going to, what's going to push first? Is it going to be people are like, oh, now I'm strapped and I need to find a job versus like the companies are like, okay, we're going to change how, how we work to accommodate these new employees. What, what, what caves in first? Or yeah. Which one's going to cave first? And I feel like you run out of money way faster than a company moves. I don't know, but that's potential losing revenue though, and then that cascade their employee frustrated, and more people quit in their within the industry, within the company. I mean, it's true, but like a company can only move so fast; they're so big a lot of the times. And, and but also, a company can only last losing revenue. As, let me tell you, a quarter of revenue loss it impacts a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And stock prices drop, and like you start like yeah. stock prices drop, <clears> and like people start getting fired, like. You yeah, start getting executives fired, then things really move. <laughs> yeah, eventually you get a new CEO. You know. <laughs> All right, that's what so, we're waiting for. I'm waiting for CEO job to come to me and be like, you know what? We had to fire the last guy. Time for you to move in, and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna move over. That, listen, I, I'm more realistically, I'm looking for COO. It's fine. Yeah. See, actually, <laughs> actually I, that's true. I don't want to be CEO of any company. Yeah, me neither. It's so <laughs> much stress. Yeah, no life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. So it's time to wrap this episode up. All right. So for me, um, I think that this could last probably until late next year. Um, mm -hmm. I think this cyclical is going to continue as everything gets inflated. Uh, prices, cost goes, goes up. Other people tend to look behind you and they make more money. Now the opportunity is time to do it. So people, more people is going to quit. Mm -hmm. um, I think that even though right now it, it's the age of 35 to 43, whatever it is, 30 to, 30 to 43, I feel like the younger generation are looking into opportunities like that too because cost is impacting them more, like you said. But 
they're gonna be side looking at the job, you know, or they're gonna pop, there's, they're, they're gonna have more time to do that more than probably the older people. And because technology is there, right? And so- and um, I, think, I think they're gonna see, they're gonna see people successful in, in their like- Correct. On social media and they'll be like, you know what, we could do this too. Yeah, correct. And so it's gonna be a huge influence behind that with the Gen Z situation. Um, the question is though, has, has, has enough people quit yet? I'd say we'll probably maybe, you know, almost halfway there, maybe a little bit more because uh, I'm in a bunch of fish, fish balls and I can see a lot of people getting offers already, even new job, things like that. So people will be settling in into those new positions, at least in the corporate world that I've seen so far right now. Maybe not in the, uh, in the in hospitality area, you know, things like that, retail, because obviously with the retail going on right now, there's a huge shortage in the holiday season. I see that people hiring like crazy right now. Like literally if you have no job and you want a fast food job or you want to work at Starbucks, let me tell you, you'll get hired tomorrow. <laughs> I saw an article yesterday that like a local, a local <laughs> business said, if anybody wants the job, we will give it to them. Like that's exactly, that's the quote from the owner of the, of the restaurant. If anybody wants a job, we will give it to yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. And it's because the help is real. You know what I mean? The help, you know, you need to help. I, I, right now, I wish if, if there was, if there was enough profit margin to start a, to start a nonprofit business, to help people, those local businesses find jobs. You know what I mean? In fact, to fulfill those positions, you know, you would, you will have to do a nonprofit in order to, in order to say sort of like to do like help out and to help those local businesses to fill fulfill those jobs, you know. Mike, just just do it, man. You can yeah. you can create this nonprofit and then you get paid like the the who is it the what is it United something or the Salvation yeah. Army CEO. You know, just get yeah. paid just get paid millions of dollars. It'll be fine. You know, you're doing it for the people. I, I, I just I just don't think this margin is there to be honest with you. But you know. United Way, <laughs> the United, United Way, Way guy. The yeah. United Way CEOs are getting paid way so much. Yeah, there you go. Just make, Actually, just make a United yeah. Way, Wong. You know, yeah, I get, I, I guess, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, listen, I, um, I don't know if I like to be, the, you know, uh, the CEO of United Way, but you know, I mean, he's only apparently according to this glass door, he's only making, you know, two hundred k, you know, so that's, I feel like that's that's low. I feel like I read I, somewhere course. they were making way much, way more, but yeah, yeah. Well, I think well, I think shocking. it's very I true. I I think I think everything you said is true. I think I think local businesses are are struggling the most. I think they're gonna the hospitality industry. I think is gonna have to like re up with like college grads um, because I don't I don't know how many people who have left those jobs and want to go back in. Right, like they're once they're once they've they've found that they don't like that job anymore, they might they might move on to something else. And uh, there's a lot of like back end finance jobs that can be done, or like business roles that can be done. Right. Well, well I think with the Gen Z situation, they got like you said, they're gonna settle in one or two years, three years, and then if they realize you know this is too much work or it's not to them, they're gonna quit and they're gonna find something else. I feel mm -hmm. like they're gonna have less patience than the millennials. To be honest with you. No, I, I, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, so they might yeah. they might quit their jobs way faster than than we. Well, we I, I, might have been. Well, I think I think what it is is like a lot of the millennials have been stewing on this thought for like a long time. 
They're just sitting yeah. there like, you know what? I should quit. For 10 years. I don't want to quit. Yeah, they, they've been doing this for many, many yeah. years. Like, oh, I think I should quit. Oh, I don't want to work this I, out. I mean, I mean, some of us have done it for eight years, you know? Who should have quit, you know? <laughs> someone someone uh, <laughs> putting their own spin on <laughs> their own experience in. Like, eight years of eight exact years of experience. But yeah, like, I think we've been stewing on it for a while. And then now it's just like, you know what? What's a better time than now when, 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 you know, like COVID is here. No one's leaving. No, no one's going outside. Anyways, might as well just start. Try try to have some fun or have like a, a better life work life balance. I mean, at the end of the day, you're helping to wealth, right? So why not pursue that? That's true. And so you know, listen. There, if you can have all the money in the world, if you don't have the health to do to enjoy it, what's the point? I mean, that's right? true. That's true. Yeah, we, don't, just, we don't live yeah. for our family anymore. We live for ourselves. For ourselves. Especially we're single, young people with no kids. We have no responsibility. Think about it. But you know what mom always said? I need to get some kids to get responsibility of coming. So. Oh, really? You know, I, when, yeah. when we were growing up, it's like, you need to get a job so you learn responsibility. Now we have <laughs> know, jobs. Right? They're like, you need to have kids. Oh, now you need to get kids. You just yeah, need yeah. more and more responsibility throughout. <laughs> I, I don't know. I my mom thinks I'm irresponsible. It's like, why are you having work for three months? You know, you're becoming lazy now. I said, like, I don't. And, and, that's you know, what I'm saying, Mike. You're the one that's retired. I keep saying retired, but you're the one that's I'm not, retired. I'm not retired. I'm passively looking. You know, you know that. Passively I, I, looking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I I I look at jobs to see if it fits, you know, and then I apply. Yeah, you look you know? at jobs, you see if it fit, and then you just don't apply. That's how it works. It's no. like, you know what, I. It's not the right hey, I, I I sent you a few referrals, okay? All right. I, got a, I haven't got a call back. That's all it's not my fault. I mean, you know? yeah, they've it's been auto rejection the whole way. See? Um, it's been auto rejection the whole way. See? But that's I tried. I, that's what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we're they're like we're more picky. Like as much as as much as like the the job market people are, are picky. The, yep. the the people who are hiring are also being very picky as well. Oh, of course, for sure, hundred percent, for sure. Because everyone's yeah. out of work, so they can be as picky as they want to get the best talent. And, and the funny thing is that the um a, a lot of these companies are trying to be picky because they think they can, but they don't. But they're not fulfilling. But they're not fulfilling it as with those positions as fast as they should because, and it just impacting their own company, their own work workload. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they, they should be they they should be they should be pushing this the envelope, but they're not. Yeah, that's See? true. I but it's also like an old school mentality where like, when there's a lot of when there's a lot of people unemployed, you can you can, uh, you can like be picky with who you're gonna pick up. But they don't realize that that affects the people that are actually working there now. Yeah, uh, and listen, this can drag up for only for another month, like for, for another maybe three more months, maybe six more months for those companies. Because at the end of the day, I feel like what yeah, I think if, they, is if they're not doing it, if they're not updating now, if they're there, it's too late. They're going to lose a lot more people. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a cascading thing, right? And this is why I see uh, this cycle going on. Continue. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, all right. So let's wrap this episode up. We let's jump into our extra energy funny session for us. What do you have for us today, Robert? Oh man, I've got a doozy for you. So like last week, I went yeah. to the BTS concert. I don't know if you know BTS, but for pe for people out there who don't know BTS, BTS is like the biggest pop group in the world right now. Korean pop group, right? It's the a Korean, Korean pop, group. pop pop group. It's 
I want to say it's seven guys, seven dudes, right? Um, you don't even know. You want to come in and even know? Did you count them? No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> like, I I knew zero songs walking into that concert, right? But it's because my, so, uh, okay, my sister, my sister loves BTS, so then she wanted to go. So I was like, all right, I'll I'll go. I'll fly to LA and like uh go to the concert with you. The crazy thing is. Um, it was it all girls there? Was it a lot of girls? It was, it was a lot of girls. It was. Dude, so that's crazy. good for you though. The, the, the ratio is good for you though. The ratio is good, but I'm with my sister. I'm worried about her. So, like, I was more. Why are you worried about her? There's a lot more girls around you. Why are you worried about her? It's fine. Um, I don't know. It's crazy, right? And Omicron yeah. just started. So, I'm trying not to get to get COVID again. Or try not not to get the new COVID. So you wore not so you wore masks the whole time. Were you there? No, they they forced you because we were inside. So they. Oh, you in LA? You. Yeah, they forced you. Yeah, it was course. like SoFi yeah, Stadium, right? SoFi Stadium is a huge stadium, but they didn't open up yeah. the top. So. Wow, they didn't open the top. That's stupid. That's yeah, I thought I thought like when she told me it was SoFi Stadium, I was like, oh, they're gonna open up the top. It'll be a big outdoor stadium. It'll be fine. But they didn't <laughs> open the top. So so yeah, so we went there. It's I didn't know how wild bts fans are like i heard all the what stories mean, what do you mean wild what do you mean wild? i heard what all the mean? stories like there's such fanboy fangirls that yeah. every, it's just it's just wild but their fan base is very united as well right kind of yeah like everyone who they meet they love like they love other they call them army bts army they call them army oh. and they're like oh we love other army people no matter what like they don't know, need to know anything other than that they're part of the army and they love them right so what happened was we went we went to the concert afterwards we decided you know what we're gonna go we're gonna go to mcdonald's right because that's the only thing that was open yeah now man we're talking about huh yeah now buddy I don't know if In-N-Out was open, or I don't know. We In-N-Out was 24 hours. In-N-Out was 24 hours. We just found the closest food that we could because yeah. we were starving, right? Okay. So we found McDonald's. We went through. We ordered our, our meal, and they told us to go sit in the, the car, like the parking lot, and wait for them to bring out the food. So we sat there, and then an, another car was already sitting there. Apparently, these were BTS fans that – that my my sister and her friends had seen at the concert, so they rolled down the really? window. They're like, "Oh, they you, guys, you guys are army," and they're like, "Yeah." yeah. So they had a whole conversation about uh-huh. oh, army, this army, like we like I can't believe they sang these songs. Like, oh, how did you get tickets and all this stuff? <clears throat> and they, and what happened? They were talking stuff like like you and I would talk, like oh, the gibberish. <laughs> no, no, like like oh, if if you want to come to Orlando and you want to go to Disney, just stay at my place and, uh, and, so they were and black, like, it's very community, like Burning Man style. Yeah. Like and, I, and I'm sitting there like, you have no idea who these Wait, girls this? are. Yeah. You have no idea what it's okay. Are. You can trust girls. No, that that's, I don't, I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> also I like I don't know. You don't know who these people are, right? Like you're just That's like true. inviting them to your house, and they're inviting you to their house, and like you can stay with them when there's a BTS concert wherever they are. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, this is wild. I never talk to anybody 
Especially not in like McDonald's parking. Oh, Robert, it's like, oh, Robert, let me ask you this though. So you didn't take this opportunity to introduce yourself to act like a BTS farm just to say, hey, listen, here's my number. Call, come, come when you come to SF. Let me know. You know. I don't know. They're 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 wild. I don't know. They're too they're too crazy for you. Are they too crazy for you? Those BTS girls. Too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> might be a little too crazy. Also, none of them were my type. So I, I didn't really. Wait, 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 what? Can you tell me the age group you think the age range was? All these like average girls um, you think that BTS are? Are we talking about eighteen? It's no. Twenty one. Probably it's probably like early early to mid twenties. So between twenty and twenty five. Something like that, yeah, probably around there. You think anyone older than that? There, there's definitely people older, but that's probably like the majority of people. It was around 20, mm-hmm. 20, 20, maybe to twenty eight, twenty nine, maybe maybe it's the whole twenties. But like, yeah, it was it was definitely. Listen, like, they're, they're these, above eighteen. Definitely, these people who were like, <laughs> who were so dedicated, they sat in line for hours waiting for just anything BTS related to happen, right? Like that type of stuff, but that's not the crazy part, right? My sister, we, my sister, we were driving home, like, we, like her friends were driving us home, and I was like, and and we were talking to these people, and I was like, you guys talk to these girls, like y'all know each other, and like y'all met, like y'all just met, right? And she's like, yeah, like I, I was like, I never would talk to anybody like this, like I'm, I don't talk to people randomly. She said, my sister said she met maybe eleven people. On the plane, who were BTS going to from Orlando to LA for the BTS concert? She met eleven people on the plane, and I'm thinking like, where are these eleven? Like, if even if you're like middle seat, there's eight people around you, right? Where did you get the other three people? Like that, I, I had no yeah. idea where these people came. I they probably wore t-shirts. Okay, so think of, okay, think about take a step back. Right? Think about this. If you're a gator person, right, and you're going to a bowl game, right, and you find a bowl game, you don't have to know them. You see the gator hat, gator hats, and you, you, I start conversation with them right away. No, but and she, that's how I she said people. these are people she met that she's like befriended. Yeah, that's normal though. You know, I would say go gators, and I wouldn't say another word to that guy. No, see, I would. It depends on the person. If it clicked really well, I would become friends with them. Yeah. No. I mean, I've I met a lot of people tell me like that. I'm not even kidding with you. Maybe like, you and we my joined... sister are like extra. No, but like, uh, like, like, for example, like, okay, uh, we went to an LSU game in LSU, by the way. In LSU, okay. We befriends the LSU tailgater, tailgate before the game because we need a fire, okay? It's because someone forgot to grab a lighter to match our drill. So we became friends with them, those LSU Tigers. And then, but the, the thing is that though, and then we be, and then no, on top of that, we grill together, we share food, okay? We exchange number before the kids are. And this is not even, they're not even gators, they're LSU Tiger fans, okay? And because we share the same passion for college football. That's the reason why. So think about yeah, it from I, a, I can see that, but y'all had your own tailgates, right? It was two tailgates. But we became all one tailgate. No, I get it. Like you're there, you're there, like you you go yeah. and you like talk you're on a flight. Right, like I'm, I'm not talking to anybody yeah. when I'm flying. Like when I'm flying, I don't even I say hi to like the stewardess, and that's it. Like that's the only person I talk to when I'm flying. I like you might be, you might be sitting next to me, and I might not even say anything to you during the flight. I mean, man. That's like, like I'll be like, <laughs> I'm gonna watch my TV show. I'm gonna yeah. zone out. I'm just gonna get to get to where we need to go. It's. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a extrovert thing where you, you just like talk to people. Is it the third extrovert? 
I don't know. She's in hospitality, so I would assume she's extroverted. Yeah. Does she get more? Does, do you realize? Does she get more energy when she talks to people? She got more energy when she talked to these people, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Then, okay. Yeah. That could yeah. be. It could so, be part of extra. Yeah. Yeah, so I was talking to her and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. you just talked to eleven people on the flight. Like, I wouldn't. I don't even. I might get to yeah. like three people on a flight max." I, th I think you were more afraid that she got COVID because of that, not because. No, she no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't because <laughs> because she said, "Oh, you know all these friends that we're driving with. I met yeah. on that flight." Really? She met these oh, wow. people that we were driving with the day before on That's an airplane, and I was like. You know nothing about these people, and you brought me into this car, and I am now driving with these random people. It's not even. It's, it's not these are not. You, you don't call these people. These are my friends that I'm. That's hilarious. Us. These are random Avengers. people taking us. But so you didn't know that. You did not know that. I didn't know until like I just thought I was like, oh, these these girls are like, they're they're a little you know they're a little weird, but they, you know like they're they're. I don't know. They're they're younger, so maybe it was just the culture thing. Um, but then like so, and she got along with them, and I was like, okay, they're talking about stuff I don't know, mostly BTS stuff. So I was like, all right, it's just a BTS thing or like whatever. And then I found out like these are legit random people, like just out of nowhere. Did you guys start Airbnb together? No, no, no. We had a hotel, so they were driving us to the hotel. Nice of them, though. That's awesome. It was very nice of them. They gave us a ride home. Very nice. And the stuff at McDonald's. No, they they told us they they told they told me they were stopping at McDonald's before they before they were. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I was hungry too. Yeah. So, it was, <laughs> it, but it wasn't until that moment when we were at McDonald's. You realized that. We were you like realized five that. Minutes from the hotel, and I was like, oh my god, we are in a car with random people, just right now. <laughs> I mean, listen. Sometimes YOLO. This is this is like youth right here. This is uh, this is what you do. This is this is what we did when we were young. I think in college we did the same thing, where like, but I mean, I still do the same thing. We're talking about. I've done crazy. I still, I've done stuff like this, especially when I travel abroad. Yeah, I don't do that. You can ask. You can even ask Rainer when he went to Argentina what he's done abroad. Yeah, but and you know, like all are crazy. Anyways, I don't know if I would do. <laughs> As much as I like am a high risk person, I don't just like talk to random people and then go. Well, good. The funny thing is that people are good in this world. We just assume that they're bad automatically. You know what I mean? Yeah, I assume so. that they're bad. Like I would be a bad judge yeah. because no, I would you. assume that. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about general. I'm talking about. I'm talking about in general. That's not just because of that. Like automatically, we're defensive. That's just human nature. That's how it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's I tough. Don't, though. I don't like, trust anyone. Everyone's gonna, <laughs> everyone's trying to rob me, try to try to steal from me. I think that's just my mentality. It is like, it's uh, everything is fight or flight, right now with people I have no idea who they are, and that's not my sister's mentality. That's not your mentality, apparently. Uh, yeah, I just am like, wow, we just got in a car with random people that could have taken us anywhere, and. Uh, yeah, I guess we're fine now. But it was a it was a funny experience just being like being like y'all talk to way, so many people and then all of a sudden she's like, "No, but all these people that we're with right now are also those random people." <laughs> that's like, funny right. though. I guess that's it. It, <laughs> that's it, how it, works. it. it worked out, made some new friends. That's all that matters, man. 
Yeah, yeah. I got a good story out of it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully you get some numbers too. You know, stay friends with them. You know, for another yeah, concert. I got you know? numbers from the BTS concert. Why not, man? Come on, I would have taken full advantage of that. Get to know some girls. You know, just act like you need some songs here and there. You know, that's fine. I knew zero songs. I didn't even understand when they were talking in the middle of songs. I couldn't understand. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I would have been lost to you. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. I, right. I listened to a so, song. Wait, wait. I listened to a song yeah. and I was dancing this song. I was like, oh man, I, this song is bumping. I like it. And then afterwards, is it, I is it called Butter? Is it called Butter? Yeah. You know Butter. So, so, so I just sent you the link. I literally I sent you the link a couple minutes ago. I think this is, this is the only single that I know about Butter. <laughs> no, so, I'm, I, so I'm listening to this song. I'm like, man, this song is bumping. And I, ta- I told them, and I told them, and they're like, oh, that's our least favorite song. And it's all in English. It's all in English, yeah, correct. Yeah. And I had I didn't hear a single English word except butter when they were singing. <laughs> so I had no idea what the song was about, but I was like, man, this song is bumping. Well, they, so they when they came to the US, they translated that song into English. That's what happened. And then what happened is that when they wrote the songs in English and they translated that into, into Korean. It usually yeah. they sing in Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I was I didn't know that they were singing English. I didn't even hear any yeah. English words. I just was like Oh, I just listen to music and just bump in. That was it. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that's hilarious. All right. So my funny thing is this. So I had a friend who sent me this because obviously, you know, I'm preparing my, my resume, looking for jobs and stuff, you know, trying to get back to a career. Mostly um, retired. <laughs> not really. So <laughs> I saw this. On, so my friend saw this on Reddit and she shared this with me. And this is the funniest resume. But apparently they got a call. They got, they got a lot of callback. So the title is called This Resume Got Me Interview. You know, she obviously the person script the name, and but the resume is real, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's it's literally, if you read it closely, look at look at the description of the jobs, look at the, the task of the jobs. Let me Instagram. know what you see the difference in them. Keep going. Instagram, build a newsfeed infrastructure using React, okay. Optimize, let a team of six, team coffee maker. And she's yeah. six, yeah. Which fully caffeinated. Interesting. Yep. All right, Zillow. Okay. Evangelize and adopted. <laughs> okay. Look, 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 at, look, at the, look at the skill set. Expert in JavaScript, TypeScript, Notes, ESF, Mia Khalifa, C++. <laughs> <laughs> Experienced software engineer with background of building scalable systems in fintech, healthcare, and adult entertainment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Need a team of six engineers to mine Ethereum on company servers. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole point of this Reddit post is that they, they got, they got, con- they got um, what's called recruiters calling them back because they had, uh, because of the, what's called Facebook, Google, you know, uh, those big companies naming it. We are, even the rest of the resume is just crap. Like, you know what I mean? It gives in that detail. Because they wanted, she wanted, that person wanted to prove a point that they can get an interview just because having those company names in it. Mm-hmm. So, and she, so she posted the, the emails that they received, you know, um, and she decided to do this to multiple companies. She said that with this resume, she got 99% callback. 99% callback? Yeah, just these are like my that's notion. Why, that's uh, why, Mike, I told you, you don't need a five page resume. You can just have a one-page resume. Well, at the end of the day, though, is work a fan or not? Or not at all. That's what it looks like. 
So thanks, thanks for, you know, obviously Facebook, you know, uh, Airbnb, you know, so that those big companies, you know, the startups. As long as you have one of those in your resumes, they call, they'll call you back now. Yeah. There you go. Just put one down. <laughs> it's just crazy though. Look, I mean, look at the resume though. Like, they didn't even read the bullets. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> I told you when you gave me your three-page resume that you should reduce it down to one page because no one's going to read it. You just gotta and have. But like, so you're saying I should just bullshit like this? Like, no, improve LinkedIn search algorithm. Yeah, Baltimore. I think, and Charizard. I think <laughs> this is like way farther than you should go. But I feel like, <laughs> I feel like are you, you are can you have two yourself? good bullet no, no, no. points and then two bullshit ones, or just get rid of them and they'll be fine. Like you, you don't have to yourself? have a super long resume. No one's gonna read. Right, five, five out of five for twenty records of most fucking show one nine. Yeah. No, yeah. honestly, no one's gonna get past Zillow. Like they'll they'll see they'll see the names of the companies, but they won't get past the bullets. But if I put it even even in Zillow, organize a team bonding event through company potato sacrifice to increase <laughs> <laughs> to increase team bonding and cohesity. Yeah. Oh no no no! It gets I'm, better. It, no, it gets saying, better. I'm saying you don't need to like <laughs> you don't need to do this type of stuff because I don't think you have all these companies on your resume. But I know, but the first few, you just need a few bullets on each and you're fine. No, but it, it's funny because her resume wasn't even this kind of company. So that she just did it just to prove a point though, right? Like uh, re rebuild home display, virtualized tables to map the 420 FPS screen experience with for, uh, for Lana Rove. That's hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Atlassian wants to have a call. Also, this, this also like, shows you how bad recruiting is yeah just like the hr like hr at all companies is pretty pretty trash they don't yeah. really care about anything they spearheaded microsofters for trump company rally i love that sh <laughs> it's so good <laughs> you gotta you make this is pretty good though right so it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah. Oh, By the way, so right, there's a lot in this. She she posted a lot of like people responding. GitHub. No, this is all recruiters responding scale, back to them. Yeah. Wattpad. Yeah, I'm telling you now. Like, wait. Oh, so one company Rick rolled her. A while back, I wrote an engineer. Oh no, she wrote this back to them, and she Rick rolled them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, this is really crazy. It's it's nuts, man. This was just like apparently, apparently he got ninety percent callback, including Reddit, Airtable, Dropbox, Bolt, Robinhood, Mugs, Grubhub, Scale. Yeah, yeah, man. You don't you don't need any of this. Just just make everything up. I, I mean, I, I maybe I just get a Google job for a few months and just quit. Maybe all you get, all you all you get, <laughs> all you need is um. All you need is just a call in, just just to get the interview, and then after that, you do whatever. It don't matter. I, I, I'll tell Facebook to hire me. You know, just get the interview. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just crazy. All right. All right. So what what do you have for for your for the crazy free range rant today? All right, free range rant session. Um, my rant is about LA. I, yeah. You uh, love LA much. I don't know how you can continue to say that you love LA. I just hate it. Every Why? time I'm there, it sucks. 
the traffic is the worst. Like I've never seen traffic worse than LA. It's so Wait, bad. Wait, have you, you ever visited me when I was there? I did. I visited you once. What did we do? I don't remember now. We went to. The, we just went to eat. We didn't do anything more than that. Um, All right. But yeah, because I was going to Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, I hate being there. The whole time I'm there, I hate being there. Going anywhere is horrible. It takes forever for, to get uh to get an Uber, and it takes forty five minutes to get to the next spot, no matter where you're going. I just hate it. I think it's the worst city. And it, like, I would be okay if it was bad traffic and you didn't need to go. Like, if you could walk everywhere, but you can't do yeah. that in LA. Everything is far. You have to drive. It sucks. I just, I don't know how you can love it so much. I don't understand. I don't know. I live in Santa Monica, so it's a different story too. So, yeah. Um, also, also depends on the area you live. I feel like that matters so much. Though. LA is so. like the worst city. Like, I, it's of all of the big cities, I'd rather live anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, anywhere. I I feel I, I still feel like you had a bad experience in LA. This is know? not my first time in LA though. Like I've been yeah, in LA but, a but you're, times. But you but you're not there for that long of a time. Like, you're like there for like a day or two or three. And you know, you gotta give it like a week or so. You know, you gotta experience LA for itself because there's so much to do. So I don't I don't know what what would I experience that I didn't experience like visiting. Well, the different hikes, the beaches, probably you know the mountains, the mountains and stuff. Um, you do hikes. Shut up! I get out of here. I don't do um, hikes. I don't. I just don't do that. The the food. Yeah. Yeah, I went and got food. Food was all right. Food was good. I just, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel like I wanted. A big city. I I don't think I want a big city where I have to drive forty five minutes to get to anything. I get it. I mean, most it's people, like living. It's like are... it's like the mix. It's like a mix between being in Orlando and being in, like Chicago, right? Like you, it's like forty five minutes to get everywhere, and there's <laughs> like I feel like it's everything's spread out, but it's busy, right? Yeah. And I. I don't know. I just don't think I like everything. I I, 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 don't, I don't blame you for it, I guess. I don't I never drove in there, so I mean I've barely driven there. Yeah, but you took Airbnb so. you took you took you took uh, Ubers just as like just as much to get wherever, right? Yeah, Ubers, Metro, yeah. It was fine to me. I, I mean, coming com, coming from South Florida, it was it was no it was issue, you know what I mean? Like it's just drivers are bad as not as worse as South Florida. I oh, mean, that's true. traffic is horrible. Right. It might be my you know second I mean? least favorite place because I hate Miami too. <laughs> so I hate Miami, hate LA. I'd rather live Wait, well, why? I mean we'll we'll have an episode why you hate Miami. I'm just curious on that. You know? But Miami's yeah, Miami's just busy. It's it's the same. It's just worse. Like everyone is yes. everyone I do busy. agree I do agree with traffic though, way worse for sure. So and that's the thing. and, and they're asshole drivers too. So that. So yeah. All right. So we are concluding this episode. So no, for, what's your uh, rant today? Oh, my rant. Uh, let me, uh, I do, and I don't have a rant, you can say. 
<laughs> my rant is my my rant is kind of uh, uh not really sorry it's kind of job related but it's not really so i've been having a hard time finding the right rules to apply i wow. told myself well, this I'm, is like uh, very specific to this um yeah to our topic yeah. so so the last since i get since i came back from my trip from dubai I've been looking at roles to, you know, I feel my spreadsheet and then I then apply things like that. And I've been having a hard time finding the right roles to apply for. And also it's because maybe I'm not looking at the right place. And a lot, and I noticed that a lot of people have been shifting a lot of their roles into like specific areas, like in LinkedIn or in like a third party recruiter now sites and stuff. And so what do you mean you're not of, finding the right role? So you're like looking for a specific role. So I, I noticed that certain companies are posting different jobs in different areas. So let's say, for example, uh, you normally you will find the same role applying in their company website than they do it in LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that companies are not doing that right now. They're posting specific, certain specific role on LinkedIn and certain specific role on the website and certain specific role in like, uh, pay scale or service specific role in Glassdoor or service specific role in AngelList. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, and now I got to look everywhere now. So I noticed a pattern, and that uh, that's that kind of ticked off. I'm like, I'm like mother, I'm like effort, I'm like this thing, this like why not post it? I'm getting why separately, like you know? But it's not. And I noticed so every company is different in like that they might put this role in a different spot. I, correct. And I noticed that because I feel like they're trying to attract certain type of talent in certain areas. Like, for example, yeah. people who go to that, wouldn't they wouldn't all of those same roles be in one spot versus other spots? They're, they're not. That's the thing. That's what I thought. That's what I noticed. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and, and listen, I get it because certain people only look at AngelBits, right? Certain type yeah. of people. And certain, certain type of people only look at Glassdoor or certain type of people look at, you know, LinkedIn, whatever it is. I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. Like, and then don't know that those algorithms doesn't get filtered out by like third party tools. It's like indeed.com. They don't, they don't show, it's a show like that. Mm -hmm. So they block it off from that. So like, I'm like, so now I'm saying more time looking for jobs, roles in different areas now. So wow. I'm doing, I'm doing way more work than anticipated. Oh, so. way more than anticipated. I don't know. Yeah. I was on all those sites all the time when I was looking for jobs. So like I was on every site, like looking at every role. I, I, I get it. It's a numbers game, right? But I told myself that I don't want to apply to a role that I don't see myself growing in it. And I want to make sure that I'm, and I want, I, I really want to make sure, you know, I enjoy my next role more than anticipated because I don't, I don't want to think about like work, you know, the stuff that I do and, you know, I, yes, pay is important, but I feel like the type of job that I do is more important now. My last role, I was looking for culture <clears throat> more than anything else. Like that was, that was my biggest thing was like, what did, what do the employees think about the company? Um, yep. So I looked a lot on Glassdoor for reviews yep. of the company, and that's that's where I looked for roles mostly. Yeah, and 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 you're right, and that's for me. That's number two right now. It's culture, culture of the company, right? Number one's a role for me, and then two is culture company for me. So yeah. that's where I rank them. Yeah, so that's what I was looking at a lot. But I looked at all of those sites too. Like it was always just like always looking. There, there's not a good like aggregator. Like yeah, there isn't. There, there, isn't. there yeah. are aggregators, but they suck. And like you'll go, you'll go to an aggregator, and it'll show you the weirdest roles that you weren't looking for, and that don't fit you at all. It just doesn't make. Yeah. it's no good. And now that I got a LinkedIn Premium account, I get random recruiters hits me up for stupid stuff. 
for stupid. I get that now. With, yeah. Without 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 the the like. Well, my, my my profile was invisible, right? For mm-hmm. the longest period of time, it was hidden, so they couldn't yeah. find me. But now that I open it up, because I'm I'm passively looking now, so I'm trying to find 40 new roles every day and apply for it. That's what I'm trying to do right now, and I'm struggling with that. Four new roles. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I. I mean, I have a role for, like people. People would reach out to me, uh, all the time now, and uh, I got a role for like a chemist. Like I don't do any chemistry in my role, guys. I don't know if you know who's watching, but I do no chemistry in my role. And they wanted sure? they wanted me to be a chemist, and I was like. Where did you get my resume? And and they said in there, oh, we like your your background. We think you'd be great for this role. <laughs> I have no chemistry in my background. Like, what is what is this? I don't even understand. Is, is this guy Indian? No, I don't think it was an Indian guy. I think I don't know. Oh, okay. But it, it was such uh, a weird. It was such a weird role. It's one of the weirdest roles anyone has ever like recruited me for. Was a chemist role. That's pretty funny, right? You, you, you gotta be, you gotta be that's pretty funny, though. Alright, so I'll, I'll forward that to you, Mike, because I think... You should, no, no, you should, you should have taken the interview just to see how they react to that. <laughs> I think... I, I'll send it to you because I, I think they'll definitely take you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I've taken job interviews just to practice job interviews, to be honest with you. Alright. Just because... You can, you can just practice because... bullshitting a chemist role. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because... <laughs> Just because I feel like, you know, you know, when you start looking for jobs, you're kind of rusty. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, and, uh, and then like, you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to, like, you know, like just because it takes a while to get into the group. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. it took me like six job interviews to get into the group. Yeah. 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 For sure. It takes a little while to like get, get your groove and start like yeah. talking about yourself again. Cause when you're working, you know, but, really uh, talk about yeah, but uh, okay. So my first job in you, I didn't expect to go all the way to the final round. And I was super rusty, like rusty as hell. <laughs> in my final round, in my final round was eight hours long. Imagine going through that. Wow. That's long. That's a long, that's a long. Yeah. Long. Yeah. And, and so I, I was like, wait, no, wait, if I could do one out of one, I'm like, what? I applied to one role, I got jumped out of the way. All right. You know, that's, but <laughs> that's why you're applying to four and can't find any. You're gonna no. just apply to the just apply at one out of four and then you'll get the interview, you get the job. Easy. No, 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 no. But 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 I'm just saying, like I'm just saying right now, just in general, like now that I've gotten more into group interviewing, I feel like I'm being more confident about, you know, just more about it, you know. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But it's it is a number, I'm sorry, it is a numbers game though. So. I agree. That's why when I was applying, I applied to hundreds a day. But but you were but basically when you're applying for the company itself, were you applying for roles or when you're applying to? Both, both. Because I my number one was a culture fit, right? So yeah, I I went to companies that I saw had good culture and then applied a bunch. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should just start looking at like a company's roles first because I was looking for roles first and then I worried about the company. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which so. I don't know. I I think, I think culture is more important than role now because the roles can change even when you jump in. Like it might not be what you're thinking. So having a culture that's strong will you'll you'll enjoy the transition even if you don't like even if it's not yeah. the right job in the first place. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's my rant. Um. So. 
to conclude this episode, so if you guys are watching this or uh, hearing us on a podcast, please let us know if you are part of the Great Resonation. Let us know what are you what are you doing with your life right now. Uh, comment below if you want to hop give, on. To share give your, Mike your some examples of what he needs to do in his time off while he's retired right now. I'm not retired right now, but give me some <laughs> example. What kind of job you're applying for? You know, let us know for real. Uh, mm-hmm. We would like to hear from you. Uh, but if you are watching us on YouTube, please hit the like button below and hit subscribe, please, and leave us comments. Okay. Yeah, and if you guys want to listen to any of our other podcasts or watch any of our podcasts, they're all on our website, www.gfothoughts.com. Yeah, and uh, until next time, all right? Take it easy. All right, see you guys. Peace. Peace. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Gluten-Free Organic Thoughts Podcast. If you are watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, like this episode, and leave us a comment. And as always, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GFOT Thoughts. Until next time, see you then.